What's the difference between switching sides and changeovers? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Well, if you're looking for a tennis partner, you came to the right place. Grab your device or your desktop and log on to BackhandCity.com right now. You can pause this podcast if you want. Log right on there. Join the website for free. Once you're inside the dashboard, you can set up your online profile, put in your favorite tennis photo, put in your age range, what level tennis player you are, what kind of playing style you like to play, what you're looking for in a practice partner, uh, what level they should be, where do they live, and what's your availability, and then start searching for someone to play tennis with. Again, all you got to do is log on to BackhandCity.com and sign up for free. Well, today's topic, what's the difference between switching sides and changeovers? I get this a lot from students, so I've really decided over time to really become very purposeful when I use these terms, because a lot of times I'll interchange them myself, and it just further confuses the students. So first off, what is switching sides? And when we talk about switching sides, we're talking about staying on the same side of the net. So we just talked about deuce and add courts in the previous episodes. A lot of times switching sides happens in between points. So if you start off at love, love, you'll start on the deuce court. To play the second point, you will switch sides and play on the add court. So if you're playing doubles, both players will have to switch accordingly. Okay, if you're playing singles, both players will do that as well. So there's a lot of moving parts for those of you who are new to tennis. And one of those moving parts is alternating sides. Each point, you switch sides after the completion of the point. So you're constantly toggling back, always starting at deuce, then going to add. And back and forth from deuce to add until the game is complete. Another term for switching sides comes a lot of times in doubles. Imagine your partner's at the net and they get lobbed over their head. They can't reach it. You can just simply exclaim, switch, and they will go over to your side of the court and you will cover their side of the court as you chase the ball. So a lot of times at my novice classes and even my lower intermediate classes, we do a lot of practice switching off lobs. And I think it really helps people to just rehearse it over time because it does come up a lot in matches. And sometimes people get paralyzed or they end up both on the same side of the court, which is the I formation. And not only is it just a bad strategy, it's also dangerous for the person who hasn't switched because you're now at risk of getting hit in the back of the head with the tennis ball. So one more thing with switching sides. I think... We've really emphasized here now, this is the deuce court, this is the add court. And when you look at the service box, you're going to see the center line that goes right between deuce and add court. And I think a lot of people think, okay, that's your side. I can't go over there, right? And really, you need to kind of get used to crossing that threshold. 
it's almost like this mental barrier, the center line. And I've seen it a lot. I remember when I was working in New York, we did a ton of this with switching and it hasn't changed in Miami as well. So a lot of recreational tennis players really need to get used to switching because it just makes the game so much easier to play, so much more enjoyable, and you're going to win a lot more points if you and your partner become very good at effective switching. Now, this brings us to our next topic. What is a changeover? A changeover happens when you go from your side of the tennis court and walk across the net and go to the other side. So that's the difference. When you're switching, you stay on the same side of the court. When you do a changeover, it's the break in a game and you go over and change over to the other side of the court. One of the reasons changeovers are in the rules of tennis is for outdoor play, for the sun, the wind, and any environmental concerns to make it fair for everyone. So your next question may be, when do I do a changeover? Well, changeovers last about 90 second breaks. So when you do a changeover, you can sit down, grab a water, eat a banana, change your racket grip. You've got 90 seconds on every changeover to kind of rest, recuperate, and reorient yourself. Okay. Now, there are exceptions when this doesn't become a changeover where you can't stop and eat a banana. And we'll talk about that in just one second. But when are changeovers occurring? You take any score, add it up. If it's an odd number, that's a time for a changeover. For example, two to one, doesn't matter who's winning, that's a time for a changeover. Two plus one equals three, it's time to change over to the other side of the court. Five four equals nine, that's a time for a changeover. Five two equals seven, that's a time for a changeover. Each of these times, you can take a 90-second break. Now, there is one exception. The first game of the set is 1-0. One, 1 plus 0 equals 1. That's an odd number. You're going to do a changeover, but you're not allowed a break during that first game. Play must be continuous. You'll play two more games. So it could become either 0-3, 3-love, or 2-1. to one. Then you would do a changeover and get your first 90-second break. Now, the set is complete. Let's say you were up 5-3, you won the next game, it's 6-3. It doesn't matter what the score is, how the games add up, whether it's odd or even, it's a mandatory break. So it could be 6-4, that's 10 games, that's an even number. Everybody goes to the sidelines, to their respective chairs, and you get a break. In between sets, you get two minutes or a 120-second break. Now, if you're playing an official tournament, pay attention because there are roving referees who pay attention to all these things. And naturally, if you do play a full third set, which a lot of tournaments are now going to match tiebreakers or super tiebreakers, if you play a full third set, typically, you have to check with the tournament director, but typically, at the end of a second break, both players can can ask for a 10-minute break, and obviously if one wants it and the other one doesn't, it becomes a 10-minute break. It doesn't have to be a majority. Uh, the 10-minute break is typically used to just change clothing, 
maybe go to the men's room or the ladies' room, maybe grab a light bite, change your shirts, blah, blah, blah. So that's the difference between switching sides and changeovers. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to go onto iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you can get notified each day with the fresh episode. And of course, if you want to watch live tennis, or let me check that, you're not going to watch live tennis, but if you want to get live tennis scores, log on to BackhandCity.com and check out the latest results on the ATP and WTA professional tours. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's when push comes to shove. I believe it was inevitable. That's when push comes to shove. Could this be the one that got away? I get the message, guess I knew it all along.